This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 765. Joe Gloss makes IELTS Task 2 easy for an overall 7.5. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band 7, 8, and 9 success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Today, you'll get valuable advice from three key student, Joglas, who achieved higher scores than he needed for Canadian immigration. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Welcome to the show today. We have a special guest who is from Brazil but is not in Brazil right now. Um, Joe Glass, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> and okay, like I think we know by now that whenever we have an awesome student on the show, it is because they got amazing IELTS scores. So let's just lead off with that, Joe Glass. Tell us, what were your most recent scores? Uh, my most recent scores were 8.5 on listening, mm-hmm. 7.5 on reading and speaking. And seven on writing. Okay. First of all, fantastic. (laughs) Second of all, just a small correction. We don't say dot, we say point. So for everyone out there, if we're talking about our scores, we say 8.5. Okay. Oh, my God. Those are amazing scores. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what is that overall? The overall was a 7.5. Okay, and are these the scores you needed, or or were they higher than what you needed? They were higher than what I need. Actually, what I need were uh, eight on listening and seven on the other um, sections. Right, Canadian immigration. Yes. That magic eight, seven, seven, seven. Okay, (laughs) awesome. So, Joglas, was this the first time you took the exam, or had you had previous attempts? Uh, It was the first time that I took the general exam. Uh, I took like the academic one like two years ago uh, before I came to Canada. Yeah, because I need the academic one in order to enroll at the university. Oh, I got it. Okay. Um, so that's that's two years ago. That's a long time ago. Um, I would imagine that your scores this time were way higher, right? Right. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, Glass. So let's get into this because these are amazing. Um, I think I want to focus on the writing first because this is just this is the biggest thorn in everybody's sides, I feel like, that are preparing for IELTS. Um, so writing. Seven. Okay. 
How did you do that? Are you one of those students who had to write like a hundred essays to like improve or what? Yes, I did that. Um, I think <laughs> even in Portuguese, like my writing is not that great, you know. So and in English, what I did, I follow all these strategies from the course. And also I try to, to practice it as much as I could. So I did about, I, I think, maybe 15 um, practices before the test, yeah. Okay, all right. So is that like 15 task ones and 15 task twos or like 15 in total? 15 total. I did more tasks two than tasks one um, because because task, task one, in my opinion, is easier, right? And also yeah. task two, you get more marks. So... Right. I, I did more task two than task one. Okay. So as you were developing your writing, and you know what? Like saying that you're not a good writer in your first language, I think how we write in our first language is, is usually so disconnected to how we write in English because the way we communicate in English often is like way more direct and a lot different than how people would write otherwise. So like... Just scrap that like first language construct there. And we're going to focus on writing in English. So how did you notice your writing develop over time? I mean, like when you first write, started writing these essays, like what was difficult and how did you overcome those difficulties? Okay. Uh, I think the most difficult part for me was like argumentation, you know, like to give to have all the linking words and everything to be coherent okay. it was the most difficult part for me i think i had enough vocabulary but my argumentation was not great so i think with all the linking words that i learned and how to structure um, my text was really helpful for me yeah okay so it's like when you started, you felt like you you could communicate, like you had the ideas, you had the vocab. It was just a matter of how to like put it all together. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, awesome. Um, now on that point, how we organize our writing. Are there any tips you could give students that really helped you? Uh, what helped me, I mean, I think was to follow um, the template, for example, that we learned in the course, like what to write in the first paragraph and how to develop the body paragraphs and also the conclusion. Uh, I think uh -huh. all, I think what helped me the most was to have all the linking words like in sequence in my head. And then when I went to the exam, it was so clear uh, for me, like what I have, what were like the steps that I had to follow awesome. in order to have a good writing, you know? Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. So guys, like we, we need a template and students are always so worried when we talk about templates because they're like, but if I memorize something, I'll get marked down. Like we're not asking you to memorize an essay. You're just memorizing how to organize an essay, right? Like yes. the ideas and the vocab, that's all you. Like you guys have to figure that out. But how do we put that together in a clear, coherent way that 
saves time, right? Because there are, there's obviously like more than one way that we could write a four paragraph essay, okay? Like there's not like one correct way, but guys, you just need to learn one correct way. Like don't try to <laughs> look at all these different models and like paste together your own sort of construct or whatever. Like you don't have to do that, guys. Um, That's going to end up being messy. Like just choose one, just commit yourself to one strategy for this task two essay and go with that. Because it's so short. It is only four paragraphs. So like Joe Gloss is saying, if you guys have – a plan going in. You don't have to waste time like reaching for linking words or trying to like erase sentences and rewrite them because you don't know what to say. So, okay, perfect. Um, did you find that you could write the essay pretty quickly? Yes, yes. Like task one, I think I did in 15 minutes. And then, awesome. yes, and then I have enough time for the task two. And then when I finish writing, I still had like 10 minutes for, you know, checking spelling and everything. Yeah. It was, oh my gosh. Yes. It was fantastic because if I compare uh, with the first time that I took IELTS, like two years ago, yeah. uh, two years ago was terrible. Like, and this time <laughs> was really easy if I compared back uh, to the first exam, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, I love hearing that. Um, oh my gosh, guys, don't you want to feel like task two is easy? I think everyone does. And that is like the, your experience is the dream. Like that is exactly what we want to happen on the exam for it to, to, to not feel super difficult. So you don't panic and feel nervous. And then also have all this extra time for proofreading. Now, when you proofread in that 10 minutes, did you end up changing a lot? Yes, I changed some vocabulary because uh, some words were like really simple. So I changed that. And also I misspelled some words. So I, I changed that as well. And and, and some um, um, paragraphs, I also repeated some vocabulary. So I also changed that for synonyms. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Joe Glass, you are following all the three key strategies like <laughs> to a T. I could not be more pleased right now. So guys, like what are you saying? This proofreading process, catching those vocabulary mistakes, like easy words, repeated words, spelling mistakes, that definitely raised your vocab score by a whole band point. Like this is how valuable proofreading is, guys. You have to get that timing down so you have extra time at the end to proofread. Okay, awesome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you have any other tips for writing before we move on to the other sections? Um, I think that's all. And okay. I, I just have like uh, maybe an extra thing because I took the computer-based um, exam. Oh, great. So okay. that was really helpful with the word counting because you don't need to worry about like counting the number of lines that you wrote or something like that. Yeah. You just have like the word counting on the screen. So that was really helpful as well. 
Totally. I I really do feel like the computer version is easier. Like as long as you're good at typing, (laughs) you know, because some people aren't. Some people are super slow, I guess. But like as long as you're good at typing, the writing on the computer version is easier. Like I think you'll definitely have extra time to proofread on the computer version. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So Let's talk about listening and reading. Now, did you do a lot of practice tests before the exam for those sections as well? Yes, and I did much more for listening because as I need a eight, I was so yeah. like, concerned about it, you know. And then I, I don't know, I, I kind of, I lost like the count of how many uh, practice listening exams I did before the test. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I mean, that's the section you need the higher score. And so, yes. of course, you're going to do more practice for that. So, <laughs> Joglas did uncountable exams um, <laughs> to prepare, but paid off. You got an 8.5. But, of course, like, getting that score is not just about applying the strategies. That's half of it. Doing the test, getting to know the IELTS rhythms and tricks and traps and all that, yeah. which you get in Three Keys IELTS, listeners. Um, but also, it's just being able to understand. So did you also, like, have a habit of listening to a lot of podcasts? Yes, yes. I, I'm a... Um... I'm taking a, a master's degree in computer science here in Canada. So, oh, awesome. Yes, I I have lots of podcasts in my field that I listen almost at least like three times a week. And I also, uh, after the Three Keys IOTS, I also started to listen to like some uh, podcasts made for native speakers. So that helped a lot as well. Yes, that is the ticket. You have to listen to podcasts made for native speakers. Okay, so you are um, a computer person. Like, that is your field. Did you end up listening to podcasts more about technology then? Yes, yes. Okay, could you recommend some titles? Because I know there are listeners out there that are in the same field as you, Joe Glass. So what did you find to listen to that was interesting? Okay, yeah. And inside the information technology field, I'm part of a subfield that is like data science and data analysis. So mm-hmm. most of my podcast is about that. So I have one that is really nice. It's called Super Data Science. Uh, Super Data Science? Yes. That sounds so dorky and <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Like, in any field, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, the more specialized you get, like, the more dorky it is. And that's awesome. I love it. Guys, definitely come back to the blog post for this episode. This is episode 765. I'm going to put all the tips and recommendations in the blog post. Okay, awesome. Um, Now, reading 7.5. How did you do that? Do you have any, like, secret you can share? Uh, I think for reading, I just followed the strategies. Um, it was great for me because, uh, and the first time that I took IELTS, like the one from two years ago, um, I struggled a lot with t- time. I couldn't finish. I remember that I couldn't finish on time. And then in the end of the test, I started to guess everything because oh, I hadn't, gosh. yes, because my time was like, you know, um, off. I didn't have any yeah. any more time for that. So at this time was 
really, you know, um, I mean, really easy because awesome. I had all the strategies. So I was able to finish on time. And yeah, and I still had time like to go back to the questions and then double check if everything was was okay. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I, I mean, if you follow the strategies, like don't read the whole text and all those strategy highlight like um, some of the important words and go back to the text. Everything yeah. that was taught in the course helped me um, to be able to finish on time the test. That's perfect. Oh, gosh, I could just like... I could just imagine the feeling the first time you took the exam and you're running out of time. You like ha you're partway through passage two, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh crap! I just have to guess like 20 answers." So, guys, don't let that happen to you. <laughs> you have to learn the reading strategies because it is not about reading; it's just about finding the answers. Like that's it. Okay, awesome. And then, last but not least. 7.5 on speaking. I'm sure there are many um, dropped jaws out there, people listening, like, how does a non-native speaker get that good of a score? So, like, what is it? I mean, you live in Canada, so that helps, obviously. You speak a lot of English. Um, but do you think, like, that's enough for the test? Or were there some extra preparations you had to make? No, I think it's not enough because maybe in our daily conversation, we just use maybe like release words. So uh, what I did was try to improve like my vocabulary for the speaking part. Uh -huh. So I follow like my vocabulary notebook and, and all the time that I was doing the practice for the speaking, I tried to use as much as I could the words that I had in there. Perfect. So, yeah. So that helped me a lot. Um, in the speak in the speaking test in the test day, I was kind of nervous. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but everything went well. Like only the the second part of the speaking test, uh, it was kind of terrible for me because uh, the subject I was not like I didn't have that much context for oh, answer. No. Yes, for answering the question, but. Even though that I was able to talk for the whole two minutes. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> so do you think that's because like you had practiced part two a lot and you just knew what it felt like to talk for two minutes? Yes, yes, because I did that a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a couple tips here, guys, that are very important for your upcoming speaking exam, all the IELTS candidates listening today. First of all, like, yes, you need to keep a vocabulary notebook, and we do teach you how to do that in Three Keys IELTS, um, but that's not enough. Like, that's not going to make you use it on test day. So like Joe Glass is saying, you need to have this as part of your process. When you are practicing speaking, even if it's not like IELTS answers, even if you're just um, using like a list of conversation starters or whatever. Like every time you're practicing speaking out loud, you need to keep that notebook in front of you and make yourself use the new words. And then the second thing, um, is that part two, oh my gosh, you could get like a really esoteric part two card, like describe a wild animal from your country. I don't know like anyone that could talk for two minutes about that. So 
as long as you practice part two enough, you are going to be, you're going to have this habit of talking for two minutes, of being able to continue speaking. Um, and even if you're doubting yourself on test day, you're like, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm just going to keep talking. Like, Sometimes that's all we can do is just fill the two minutes any way we can. So guys, you do need to practice part two a lot. All right, Joglas, congratulations. Higher scores than you needed. You're done with IELTS. Yeah. Um, what does this mean for you now? Uh, now I can start my application for the Canada immigration. Yes, yeah, so it was like a really important step for the immigration process. Yeah. So yeah, it feels That's good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I hope you. I hope you celebrated a lot because you deserve to. All right, Showglass. Um, thank you so much for sharing your tips today, and thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. All right. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.